Welcome to Down with the Dig. I'm Shella. And I'm Matt. This is a podcast presented by the Ohio Laborers Union to keep you connected to your labor family. This is Down with the Dig. Thank you for joining us today on Down with the Dig. Today we're going to be talking about something near and dear to my heart because I'm the administrator of the insurance fund. We're going to talk about insurance eligibility. Oh, that sounds like a very riveting podcast, Matt. You're right. It's not the most exciting topic that we could have chosen for today, but it is very important. Let me ask you this. Do you know how many hours it takes to become eligible for our insurance? Um, not really. <laughs> Maybe I need this podcast. Well, that's why it's so important. You're not alone in that thought. There are many people that just don't understand what it takes to get eligible and stay eligible. Well, then I guess it's good that we have Amy Toy with us today to kind of give us some explanations about those things. Amy will help us clear up all the confusion around eligibility and the insurance fund. So when you're not listening to us, what podcasts do you listen to? I listen to a variety. I listen to some murder mysteries. I listen to some comedians that have interviews on podcasts. And I listen to one called Revisionist History that talks about things that are unexplained or misunderstood in history. I myself like lighter topics. Like I listen to one that's from E and it's called Just the Sip. And it's just kind of a gossipy like, you know, Hollywood thing. So that's that's kind of what I listen to. For our listeners that may be new to podcasting, there are many options available on various podcast platforms like Apple Google Play, Spotify, those kinds of things. And you can also listen to, like, Down With The Dig from our website. Correct, but using one of the platforms enables you to subscribe, and you can get notifications when a new episode is posted. We know a lot of you are listening to our podcast from your desktop, but if you want more mobility, you can download a podcast app, and then you can take your phone with you when you're in the car or or wherever, wherever you may go, and you'll have more mobility that way. And you can also get notifications when we drop a new episode, which is usually on Tuesdays. We're on all the platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, any podcast platform. You can search for Down With The Dig and you'll find us. We're on all of them. Insurance is a complicated issue. And so it's great that we are joined today by an expert that can clear up any confusion there may be. We are proud to be joined by Amy Toy. Insurance Manager at Ohio Labor's Benefits. Hi, Amy. Hello. Amy, to kick things off today, we're going to start with a quick lightning round. We're going to pose some common questions that members may have quite often for you and your staff and get your answer. So, Amy, is it true that if you work a thousand hours in a year, you have a year's worth of coverage? That is not true. So I'm glad that you asked that question because that is something that's out there that's misinformation. A thousand hours does not give you a full years of coverage. Well, that's good information for our members to have. It's important for them to understand how long their coverage lasts. Let's talk next about families. Shella, I know you have a big family. That's true, Matt. I have four kids and that has branched off into many grandchildren. So family coverage is something that's important to me as well as I'm sure it is to other members. So, Amy, the question is, is an individual member able to extend the same coverage to their family members? Yes. If you are an active member, um, we can get to retiree insurance later. But as far as active members, um, yes, you can cover your family at no extra cost. And it doesn't matter if you have one dependent or 10 dependents. Uh, You can enroll as many as long as they're eligible for the coverage because we do have certain rules in place. But, yeah, it's at no extra, extra cost at all. It's a great benefit. We talk a lot about work zone safety on this show, but we all know that accidents do happen. 
So if I'm injured on the job, is it true that my insurance eligibility will continue? That's one of those that I think ends up being somewhat tricky. It is not as simple as that. Um, We hear a lot of times where members are told that if they get hurt on the job, that we're not going to take your insurance away from you because you were hurt on the job. It's not necessarily the truth. Um, When it comes to getting hurt on the job and you're going for BWC, you may already have some insurance eligibility in place. And that's good. And if it's, you know, it may get you through it. If not, then we have other benefits that you can uh, look at applying for. We have a short-term disability benefit that will use BWC to try to give you um, disability credit hours towards your insurance. And so if we're able to give you some of those, that might help to extend your eligibility. But everything is, it's all dependent around the working hours you already have contributed before the workplace incident happened. And then it's about whether or not when you apply it, how many disability credit hours we're able to give you to try to extend it. But it's not going to be automatic that you're going to have nonstop coverage because you got hurt on the job. One of the other great benefits we're able to offer our members is a pension. But pension really is only one part of the financial picture in retirement. It's very important to have a suitable retirement insurance plan. Tell us about the retiree insurance that's available through the insurance fund. As long as you're eligible at the time of retirement, then yes, you will be offered the option of doing retiree coverage. It will be based on the number of credits that you've worked for the lifetime that you've had contributions to the fund. And then uh, your rate will be based on those credits. And at that point, we'll be able to give you different rates. So it's a member only rate, or we can look at if you have dependents, we would also be able to give you a rate that includes the dependents. I know there are people out there listening who are wondering, am I eligible? So, Amy, what is the minimum requirement to become eligible for your insurance? Well, generally, to become eligible for insurance with initial eligibility, uh, members need to work 450 hours. So the 450 hours is done in a six consecutive month period. So if it is May, say May 2019, that they reach their 450 hour mark, then they would be eligible as of June 1st, 2019. Okay, so now it's June of 2019 and I've gained my initial eligibility. How do I make sure those benefits continue into the future? What we're looking at is calculating with your working hours, we do three calculations. The system's going to look at either a 250 hours, they're trying to look for 250 hours within the last three or four months, or it's going to be 500 hours within the last six or seven months, and then there's going to be 1,000 hours within the last 12 or 13 months. So I wanna make sure that I'm understanding and that our listeners are understanding. You're saying that you will go back a full year and use those hours to help extend eligibility through times of slow or no work. Yes, yes. And it's a wonderful system that's in place because, you know, as construction workers know, when you're out there and you're working and you're in ebbs and flows and you might have a really good month, maybe it rains a lot another month and you can't get the hours in. What will happen is by having this look back and trying to go back not just a few months, but maybe six months, a year, then we can go back to maybe where you had that really good few months and that will help you get that future eligibility. So those hours that you're working, even though they may have been six months ago or maybe under a year ago, those can come back to help you in the future with your eligibility. So the more hours you work, the better chance that we're going to be able to use all of those calculations at some point to keep your eligibility going. I know eligibility is one of the most complicated issues you and your staff deal with at the benefits office, and certainly it's complicated for our members to understand. 
How can they find out if they've got eligibility into the future? Well, definitely you can call our office. I I don't know. uh, We're trying to make sure everybody knows about our office being there. That's what we're there for. We are there to serve our membership. Our insurance department, our staff members are there to help you with anything that you might have a question about or any issue to resolve. So you always have the option to give us a call. If that does not work for you um, or you are more technology savvy and you want to be able to watch it yourself and you want to be able to get online, we also have um, through our website, we have a portal that we call the Member XG Portal. It's a member, member portal where you can register. And once you register, you can look up and track your eligibility there. You can track your pension hours. Um, there's different things that you can actually look there for your benefits. But as far as insurance goes, it's an excellent way to keep track of it because it's 24-7. And the long hours that our members work, we know they can't always call us during their work shift and during the day. So if you're, uh, you know, middle of the night and you're up after coming home from a long day of work and you just want to check real quick on your eligibility, then MemberXG is a great way to go. What is that website? And we'll be sure we put it in our show notes. It is www.ohiolaborers.com. And just in case we want to get you on the phone, what is the fund's phone number? It's 614-898-9006. So, Amy, I know a lot of people like to just go by and visit their local union and chat for a while, and they can get some good information there. But when we're talking about our insurance and pension benefits, where is the best place to go to get answers for those? When it comes to insurance benefits, especially, I would recommend not doing that. I would not advise asking the local for answers to insurance related questions. Um, There can be misinformation that is given out to members. And we had had have had some experiences with that, unfortunately. So I would definitely advise our members, please don't please call us uh, directly at our office and ask any questions. And that way, there's less risk of any misinformation and anything that, you know, you can make a wrong choice based on some wrong information. Um, we want to be able to help you understand your benefits and work them, work with them effectively. The world of insurance changes so quickly, it's important that the information comes directly from the source that's providing the insurance. While we trust our locals to give out the right information, sometimes the best way to do it is to call us directly because they may not have the most up-to-date information. I worked at the local, Matt, and usually when people called us with an insurance question, We would just automatically say, here's the number, call them, they will help you, stop by. That was the kind of things we said, because we know we do have a lot of good information for them, but you guys are the experts. You know insurance inside and out, and it's always best, if you've got a question about something like that, to send them directly to you. Well, we certainly appreciate that, and we've got an experienced staff standing by to answer any question that comes on the phone. We want to thank Amy Toy for joining us today and helping us understand the world of insurance benefits. Shella, I live this insurance every day in my job. What did you learn today? I learned how very much I feel sorry for you, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) I guess the biggest thing I learned is even though the math is a little complicated, it's a little, the whole thing is a little complicated, that I would rather be us with this insurance than some of those other non-union workers out there who don't have anything. Absolutely. If you have any questions like that, please feel free to email us. That's what we're here for. You can send us an email at talk at downwiththedig.com. And remember to share us, like us, download us, and tell your friends. Thanks for joining us and helping us become one of the fastest growing podcasts. Stay safe out there. Well, now you're up to date. Views and comments expressed on this podcast may not be those of Ohio Labor's District Council or LIUNA. Thanks for listening and let's be careful out there.